Today in Science from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. How Kids Can Use Screen Time to Their Advantage by Sarah Fallon I don't think I'm the only parent who frets about their kids' screen time. The Phineas and Fur binges, Saturday nights playing Uncharted. It's all turning their brains to sausage, right? Developmental psychologist Alison Gopnik wants us to take a deep breath and focus less on how much kids use tech and more on how kids can use tech to their advantage. Wired, you've spoken about the quality of screen time being more important than quantity, but I still suspect that it's all terrible. Gopnik, think of high quality as children interacting with a screen while a caregiver is also involved and engaged. Children learn from that kind of interactivity in much the same way that watching a movie with an adult is better than watching something by themselves. But don't you think that phones sort of supplant play? There are plenty of mindless things that you could be doing on a screen, but there are also interactive, exploratory things that you could be doing My grandson is learning how to play chess, and that's something that you can do on a screen. In real life, you have to actually find another person to play with you. If you have the right kinds of apps, you can do the same kind of exploration that children are doing in play. He also loves Google Maps. He wants to know where he is and see what's around the corner. That's a good example of what you can do with a screen that you couldn't really do in real life. Social media, though, strikes me as junk food like dopamine Cheetos. If your friends give you a like, well, it would be bad if you didn't produce dopamine. Now, what the studies show is kids who are messed up or vulnerable in real life are going to be vulnerable on social media. But mostly kids interact through social media or through texting the same way that in the past they would have done in other ways. You must have some hard and fast rules about screen time, though. Using screens at night disrupts sleep. That's bad. And some friends of mine have a technology Shabbat. Everybody in the family turns off all the screens on Friday night. Then on Saturday night, everybody can switch back on. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.